the year was 2020 and the word on everybody's lips was conspiracy conspiracy let's talk about conspiracy let's uh live with conspiracy let's be conspiracy let's do conspiracy only conspiracy is anybody else on board only conspiracy i say uh just conspiracy from here on out conspiracy conspiracy always and let me tell you what i mean by that um because i do mean something and here's what i mean and there's a very specific meaning behind what i'm saying about conspiracy um but I'll get into that as the podcast goes on. Um, I think that you should let conspiracy into your life this Monday morning. And if it's not a Monday morning for you and you listen to this, maybe it's a Tuesday afternoon. Maybe it's a Wednesday night. Maybe it's a Saturday morning. Maybe it's a Saturday afternoon. Or maybe it's a Saturday night. Or maybe it's a Sunday 2 p.m. Or maybe it's... um. Whatever time it is, I think it's time for conspiracy. I think uh, I think we need to be a bit more conspiratorial, folks. I think we're not getting there. I don't think we're there yet. Uh, we need to ratchet up the conspiracy as best we can because we're living in a conspiratorial world, and if you don't believe that we are, you need to get in line with conspiracy. Um, but all that aside, I speak, I speak exaggeratedly about conspiracy, um, or, uh, like, uh, propaganda, maybe I'm propagandizing conspiracy, but maybe I want to propagandize conspiracy. Um, I think you need to watch out for the influence of conspiracy on a more serious note. You need to watch out for what it's doing in society because, um, a lot of the media that's out there is actually just conspiracy is is one of the problems with that you have to watch out for with it is like there's a lot of people just touting conspiracy theories and a lot of them are emotional and a lot of them are just open to interpretation a lot of them are just from a person's interpretation so you just got to watch out for the emotional aspect on a more serious note of conspiracy and how pervasive that can get in society if it's just something that people allow um but also on a serious note you don't need to defend against conspiracy. You don't like, um, you should listen to the emotional reactions of it and understand it to be just an emotional reaction that that's all that you need for it to be. You don't need to write it off because it is emotional that somebody presents conspiracy theories that they're emotional. I think that, I think that you need to give more credit to conspiracy and I am talking seriously and not ironically despite whatever I was doing to sensationalize conspiracy in the beginning when I was just saying the word over and over again. Like, uh, that's reflective of my my feelings toward conspiracy, which are go conspiracy, take down the media. Take down the media conspiracy as long as you are a competitive argument to it. Uh, there's, it's not like it's not like the world is above producing arguments that are competitive to the mainstream media's argument. Because we have the mainstream media, they present you one argument, essentially. They, across the board, uh, it extends all the way to the USA Today's and Associated Presses. Don't think that the Associated Press is exempt from the singular mainstream media message that you're presented with. Um, where that singular mainstream media message is the same across NPR, Associated Press, USA Today, CBS News, ABC News. NBC News, MSNBC, CNBC, CNN, uh, the Huffington Post, the Washington Post, and the New York Times. They present you a singular message, and part of that singular message is guard against conspiracy, watch out for conspiracy. They malign conspiracy as best they can because they're afraid of it. And they write off QAnon as conspiracy, but they write off the right wing entirely as conspiracy. They'll go so far as to write off the Daily Wire as conspiracy. They would write off like Steven Crowder as conspiracy, and they would write off Jordan Peterson as conspiracy if, if they could, if it got to that point where 
people understood Jordan Peterson to be a political commentator, which they understand him to be more versatile than that. So it's not like the media has to attack Jordan Peterson for being a conspirator or a conspiracy theorist. But they would do that if Jordan Peterson was really strongly associated with right-wing politics, like if he was closer associated with it the way that Ben Shapiro is. But they'll tell you that somebody like Ben Shapiro is conspiracy, and they they uh, they would have said he was more conspiracy around 2016 where they had like Milo Yiannopoulos and Ann Coulter type people to all throw under the same blanket as conspiracy theorists. Um, so it's not like... It's not like they're as close to calling Ben Shapiro a conspiracy theorist, but they will call him that, especially if uh, the Daily Wire is promoting theories that are slightly related to QAnon, where QAnon is like the underground, uh, all-encompassing, all-connecting conspiracy theory, really, because it is uh, partly because it's entirely emotional and uh, emotional in a way that the mainstream media attacks it for being baseless and factless, like... Uh, that that it can't be tied down to uh, a strong body of facts, but is kind of like an emotional movement related to things that people find truth in. Like that it's related to truth that people find with the world that they've uh, made connections between the Clintons and uh, people in Hollywood and the Epstein pedophile island and just bureaucracy in Washington that covers it up in the mainstream media's part in all of it to sell you a, a singular message you know it's it's an, like QAnon is attack on the mainstream media's singular message and I guess I would say that mostly as far as conspiracy going mainstream if you're going to talk about conspiracy going mainstream which it mainly I feel like it only has in the year 2020 uh, you would attribute that mostly to QAnon even though you uh, even though it's hard for people to put a name to it like not everybody could say it's from QAnon, but QAnon is pretty much what has made conspiracy mainstream in 2020, even if you don't respect them for being the main influence for that. Um, but I'm just saying you should give more, you got to give more credit to conspiracy because it doesn't go away. Like at this point, the mainstream media can attack all right-wing outlets for being conspiracy or can attack QAnon for presenting what seems like a giant conspiratorial argument that's competitive with the mainstream media's argument. Uh, they can attack it as conspiracy all that they want, but uh, it pretty much, they don't have any value left in the word conspiracy to use to apply it to the right because they've used it over and over again to call the right that and now it's to the point that the right is conspiracy and the term doesn't even mean anything because that's like that's just something that you associate with right-wing political thought and uh it's like so conspiracy is so pervasive in right-wing political thought but like that title has been given to them by the mainstream media like at this point the media has no weight in using the word to attack the right because they've already used it as much as they can and it hasn't done any it hasn't done anything to make the theories go away it hasn't it hasn't stopped the conspiracies like the conspiracies are always there and uh they seem to always be growing they always seem to have a big presence but they kind of always have a big presence in answer to the mainstream media where the mainstream media has as giant a presence as uh, widespread connected right-wing conspiracy theory. Uh, the mainstream media is basically presenting their own theory is something that people something that people don't realize, something that the mainstream media doesn't even realize. Uh, and and is part of the reason why the word conspiracy doesn't have any weight anymore and is basically going to collapse and I don't know what like it would collapse, but it would be uh, I think it's about to become ubiquitous the same way that like a fake news became ubiquitous and just applied to both left and right wing media like conspiracy. I don't know if it's about to collapse or if the or if just the conservative party could tend toward just using conspiracy as their uh, party name instead of conservative, which I think is a possibility. I think it's more, I think it's more a possibility that conspiracy replaces the media as the media as the narration for the country. I think that's something that you got to watch watch out for, and the reason why you need to let conspiracy into your life because I think it's uh, because it might be about to play a bigger role than anybody would have ever imagined when they tried to paint 
right-wing uh, theories as just conspiracies in order to write them off or put them in a compartment where they are where they're boxed and limited by the label conspiracy which is what the mainstream media attempted to do in calling the right-wing conspiracy theorists it's just that at some point i mean they've hit a they've hit a level of diminishing returns in calling right-wing theory it's just philo- philosophy and it's just political thought from the right and it is it is in some senses conspiratorial or it's ba- or it's like uh, based around that like the right thinks that the left is conspiring against them like there's truth to there's truth to that the right uh, that the right deals in conspiracy theories or that you could call that their set of theories conspiracy um, but it's just that the left is also conspiracy theorists just as much as the right is part of why they've run into a wall of diminishing returns on using the term is because if you're going to factually, if you're going to attempt to be factual in using the term, the left wing, the left wing media, mainstream media, uh, you are also, you have to understand that factually that term is applied to you too, the left wing media, because the mainstream media presents its own philosophy, its own political thought, uh, set of arguments, and those set of arguments is generally antithetical to right wing conspiracy theory, but and where conspiracy is just the name that we've given to right wing. Uh, because the left, the mainstream media presents their own set of philosophical arguments, and they're basically like. They're basically like stay loyal to the government. If the government tells you to wear masks and stay inside, and that the coronavirus coronavirus numbers are this high, this many deaths, and this many cases, then you should believe the government, or you should follow their dictates, or just generally you should listen to authority figures. You should stay loyal to authorities that tell you how to live your life. You should stay loyal to the authorities that are already in place, like the mainstream media. It's like a loyal loyalty, loyalism type of message for for liberals it's, is part of their philosophical argument. But where loyalty is a competitive antithetical argument to conspiracy, uh, where conspiracy and loyalty are generally opposing, or like if you were to come up with an antonym for conspiracy, probably the best you could do is loyalty. But uh, generally, the left, the mainstream media, and painting QAnon as conspiracy, giving that blanket statement to it, um, they are just as much they're just as much worried about conspiracy as the right is. If you're going to say that the right is worried about conspiracy, because the left is saying that the right is conspiring against them like that's their that's where that they are looking at a conspiracy and they're worried about it but they are the left the mainstream media are just as much conspiracy theorists as the right as long as you're using that term because they are worried about the cons- the conspiracy on the right where the right is worried about the conspiracy on the left the left is no more is no less part of conspiracy or uh worried about people because they're the ones that uh, they're the ones that scream conspiracy theory at the right. Like, like they're the ones that call everybody on the right conspiracy theorists, and so that's them trying to identify a conspiracy in the right, where a conspiracy is, generally speaking, like the definition of it is an agreement among two or more people to attack a tax somebody else or something like that it's just the conspiracy as a noun is just the is just an instance of conspiring you don't have to you don't have to include it as a uh, conspiratorial event it doesn't have to be conspiracy yet if there wasn't actually an act taken by the two or more people agreeing in their in their instance of conspiring but the left the mainstream media on the left they're the ones that are yelling conspiracy theorists they're they're calling the right conspiracy theorists they're the ones that are just as worried about a conspiracy as the right is so as long as they are also conspiracy theorists like there's no they can't factually just call the right conspiracy theorists like where the right are conspiracy theorists because they're worried about the left conspiring against them or instances of conspiracy in the left. The mainstream media is worried about the conspiracy of the right, the conspiracy of QAnon to undo them, like uh, pretty directly, pretty obviously. They're worried about 
QAnon and that political movement undoing the mainstream media where QAnon, but uh, just in general, right-wing conspiracy is a competing argument to the mainstream media and left-wing conspiracy. And what you have with right-wing conspiracy is the possibility of that entire set of arguments, but that, uh, that set of narrations could undo mainstream media as mainstream media exists today. And it could do that for a number of reasons, one of them being that one of them being that narration is more diversified within a right-wing message, but it is more diversified on the right. If you're thinking in terms of that a more diversified message is a more intelligent one, and if you think that the world evolves to incorporate higher intelligences or that we arrive at higher intelligence, we get better technologically speaking. If you think that we advance in that way, we aim to get more intelligent. Uh, you should be very worried if you're the left and if you're the mainstream media about conspiracy theory because that is a more intelligent, it's a more intelligent set of theory, set of narrations. And it is more intelligent because it's more diversified in the same way that, in the same way that the right is not mainstream. Uh, the right is not mainstream. The right is composed of many different singular commentators, a lot of them in radio, a lot of them like like Michael Savage or Rush Limbaugh or uh, or I guess you could call Tucker Carlson one, even though he's... No, forget about Tucker Carlson. I'm just talking about uh, how the right wing is not mainstream already. Like, you already know that it's not mainstream. The mainstream is for the left because that is how the left operates. The right, in their commentary, political commentary, is not mainstream. It is diversified. You have to go searching for, you have to go digging for a right-wing commentator that you like, and every right-wing commentator is speaking a slightly different message than all the other ones. Ben Shapiro does not say the same message as Michael Savage. Michael Savage does not say, say the same message as Alex Jones. Alex Jones is not the same as Rush Limbaugh. Like, Factually, you can really easily point out their differences, but but the reason for that is because the right is not mainstream fundamentally. Um, I guess I'm just proposing that this is more just a vision, or maybe just something I want to happen, but uh, or like a prediction or something. It's just I think that conspiracy conspiracy could unseat the mainstream media. Or I want to live in a world where conspiracy is the new media. I want it to get to that point. Because at the point that conspiracy is the new mainstream media, then you will have, you just have lots of different points of reference or you get to choose your narrator a lot more because that's already the way that it exists on the right. And you probably just think that the arguments will always stay uh, two-sided, like it'll always be the mainstream media against conspiracy. But... I think that that's just a limited view of looking at it uh, because you could objectively say that one is better than the other, but you would, the only reason, the only way that you'd find out that one was better than the other is if one supplanted the other one, but it's already headed in that direction because the mainstream media is what was already here. Uh, the mainstream media is what was already here. The narration for the country as decided by like the news outlets of the CBS, ABCs and NBCs of the world that have been really strong since the 60s and have had a stranglehold like on the country's narration since the 60s, since the 60s. Uh, that's already in place. And that is what's representative of the mainstream media message. And what you have in today's day and age is a number of technologies that have arisen through the internet that make it difficult for the mainstream media to stand the way that it did because the country the individuals in the country through the gathering of information through the internet and just the fact that they are interested in mediums besides cable channels uh, for their entertainment and interested in alternate narrations besides the ones that have already been given to them and the ones that are forced upon them like individuals want alternate narrations is the thing and the mainstream media has been in place for 40 years it's kind of like an outdated technology i think it's on the way out and what you the term that you might end up replacing it with is conspiracy but it would be that because conspiracy is a more intelligent uh 
is a more intelligent way of doing things. And I say more intelligent because it's composed of many different points of reference or many different narrators, wherein you don't have to listen to any one narrator. You kind of get to choose which one you want. But I'm more proposing that conspiracy might end up being a blanket term for like every podcaster where where because news is just going to end up being that at some point. Conspiracy can replace media as media stands today pretty easily when you consider that podcasting is already doing that. But podcasting is doing that because it's a relatively more intelligent way of explaining a narration. It's just a relatively more intelligent narration because it's composed of many different data points it doesn't rely on like an oligarchy of just a few of just an elite that control the narration because where you have an elite controlling the narration which is the which is the heart of the conspiracy theory on the right is that there's an elite controlling the narration and it would be an elite controlling the narration if it was proven that every single one of the outlets that we're supposed to look to as truth for our country's narration are saying the exact same message. Um, that would point to that it's just an elite manipulating every one of them and that those outlets don't have any reason for existing different from each other and are all just the mainstream media. Like, if we get to the point that we can just paint all the mainstream media outlets as having the same message, that is uh, that shows that conspiracy it has more value, really. It will show that conspiracy has more value. Conspiracy does have more value is, is the reason why the mainstream media is so obsessed with the conspiracy and the right, and they're so pissed about QAnon, and they're so freaked out by it, is because their message doesn't have value anymore, and they're doing everything in their power, using all the resources that they have in order to, uh, in order to hold on to a world that used to that used to be conducive for their survival. They're doing everything that they can to hold on to a, a time gone by where they had more value than than diversified narrations that are presented through different people's podcasts like they're they uh they have a number of resources they have lots of money to try to do that so they're they're trying to maintain the the like collective monopolies stranglehold on narration that they used to have but they've been around for a while they are a more antiquated way of narrating the country and what you'll find i i feel like going forward we're going to arrive at narration that is given to the people more so, but that's just what podcasting is. But podcasting is just naturally undoing that as I speak. It's not a conspiracy to say that the mainstream media is going away. At this point, it's really only a conspiracy. The only conspiracies that exist are created by the left-wing mainstream media to call the right conspiracy theorists. Like That's the only con actual conspiracies going on because because it's not a it's not a conspiracy that the left wing is going away that that is dying like that's not a conspiracy that's just true that's just true that the mainstream media is more antiquated than a narration that is diversified and distributed to everybody is more intelligent the same way that the internet is you know because that is more in line with an internet type of uh existence is is one that's more like a narration that's diverse diversified across many different individuals like that everybody can make their own podcast and then therefore become a news source to other people be a media outlet through them having a podcast is like the same as everybody having a website or having the ability to have a website where they can say their own message or that everybody can go onto YouTube and share their own videos like that everybody has the ability to share their own narration is already is already more evidence than you need to show that the mainstream media, uh, the mainstream media format is entirely antiquated and is going out the door. Uh, nobody knows what to believe news-wise anymore. Anyway, we're getting more and more to that point. It's just like not everybody has realized quite yet that there is no news for you to look to that's better than any other news but we will arrive at that point at this point it is just whatever you like is what you believe you you go and listen to what you like to what you want to hear generally speaking at this point and and nobody gets to say news over here is better than news over here because nobody knows what to believe and that's just the common common complaint and common thing that uh, people keep saying is that nobody knows what to believe anymore in this day and age, but that's just reflective of a time when the mainstream media doesn't have any value anymore. What does have value is interpretational opinion or opinion that doesn't nece isn't necessarily based on fact or is just from somebody is just from 
somebody's interpretation. You're more, we're more interested now in just hearing somebody's opinion than we are in a mainstream media where they have agendas that compromise on the purity of opinion. Like we want opinion, but that's what we've always wanted out of news anyway. We've always wanted opinion. Uh, we've always wanted villains. We've always wanted like uh, the mainstream media. They're entertainers in a source, in, in a sense. Media is entertainment because it presents you fears. It's kind of like horror entertainment. It gives you people to be afraid of. It gives you groups to be afraid of that you think are conspiring against you. Like in a sense, media has always been conspiracy. It always has been. Like if you just think of the local news, um, make vilifying drunk drivers like obviously drunk drivers that's bad you don't want to do that that's a bad activity you don't want to be identified as a drunk driver but they make it so that it's the drunk drivers as a group that's conspiring against you or at least for the local news that is one of the groups that is conspiring like news is always cons conspiracy in that way there's they're always pointing out the identities of groups that you should be afraid of like pit bulls or drunk drivers or uh police like the police are on full force this st patrick's day like watch out for the police or but i mean that just feeds into like drinking beer like alcohol is an identity that you should be afraid of according to the local news they make a big deal out of just driving by itself like you should be afraid of driving like you should like driving people that drive like you should be worried about drinking and you should be worried about driving like connected yes you should be worried about drunk driving but there's a reason that they put a mug of beer and a set of keys in the picture every time that they're every time that they're explaining a drunk driving incident it's because they want you to be afraid of both beer and keys and driving like don't go on the freeway you're gonna get in a car accident like that's what the local news is about you have to be afraid of other people like it's just it's a giant conspiracy local news is all about pointing out conspiracy but that's what lo the local news and any media mainstream media is, has always been about they've been about conspiracies who's conspiring against you they think that the mainstream media thinks that the right is conspiring against them at all times and is trying to undo them but at this point it's so true that all that they can say is conspiracy 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 at the right where because conspiracy's gotten so big that that's the only thing that they can even call it anymore and it's gonna collapse it's gonna collapse under its own weight at some point because they can't they can't use that term in the like in the same sentence call right wing to be conspiracy and then ignore that they are they are being conspiracy theorists by pointing out in the right conspiracies that they're worried about like conspiracy kind of as a term naturally goes both ways especially if you call the other side conspiracy theorists because that's not the point of conspiracy conspiracy is different from conspiracy theorist like a conspiracy theorist is pointing out a conspiracy is uh theorizing about a conspiracy that's happening but uh but a conspiracy itself is an actual conspiracy that happens and uh is an actual conspiracy that happens but the point is that both sides point out conspiracy say basically say the other side is conspiring against them and the left has managed to do that this entire time without being painted as conspiracy at all which is uh totally bogus but just shows what they the kind of power and resources they have to clear their name of any wrongdoing to absolve themselves from uh from doing anything wrong that they would always call themselves unbiased like at this point that's just a joke that that the mainstream media is trying to present themselves as unbiased at all is like obviously a joke and uh but like what i'm saying to you is that we might be about to live in a world where all news is fake news but seriously but like conspiracy can be the predominant form of media pre predominant form of narration like and you might think that that would be too extreme um but it's not really when you consider that's always what news has been. But maybe we can just put the focus on the focus on the conspiracy conspiratorial aspects of it because you are because the news is just entertainment. It's just the media is just entertainment. And uh, it's just a game of like media is about to just become a game of who is the best entertainer, who is the best conspiracy theorist. That's that's true. That's that's what's about to happen. Conspiracy is about to replace the mainstream media. It, mainstream media is already on the way out. We just haven't. Not everybody has understood to themselves how useless the media is mainstream. And uh, what it's going to be given over to is conspiracy. Like that's a way that 
media is evolving. That's the way that narration is evolving. It's just going to get to the point where you can listen to whatever conspirator you want because news narration for ourselves will just be opinion, pontific like pontification, but opinion of an individual person or individual group of people. It's just going to be a number of competing individual opinions, which is basically how it already exists on the right. It already, it already exists on the right that way because the right is many different opinions, singular opinions, interpretational opinions uh, in opposition to the left, which is one conjoined unified group effort opinion which that's the way that it exists as is the reason why it's mainstream is why we always call the left media mainstream like the right calls the right calls the left mainstream the same amount that the left calls the right conspiracy like the left is for mainstream is for a connected cohesive message it's just that now on the right what you have evolving is a connected message that is going mainstream. And so now it's like both sides are conspiracy, both sides are mainstream, but uh, it, it just has to do with, um, but what's more important is just which of the two have more value as long as they're just two competing arguments and the conspiracy has more value because people are more interested in opinions of individuals and less in, the less interested they, that they are in opinions is the more compromised that those opinions are is like the less interested that a person is going to be in a political message or a media message or a narration is uh how much that message is an agenda generally speaking or at least we're arriving at a place where we understand that to be true where we finally realize the truth of agendas and uh, what happens to your message when you try to tailor it to an audience, how diluted it becomes. And like uh, what you're more interested in is messages that are more truthful. Messages are more truthful the more that they are uncompromised opinion. It's just that we never lived in a time where, which allowed for uncompromised opinion from individuals. But now we do live in a time like that because every individual has a voice and that's a technology that's already here, already permeating society through YouTube podcasts, through everybody being able to broadcast themselves and brand themselves. That's already here and it's already doing away with the mainstream media as we speak. The mainstream media is making tons of noise about conspiracy and the right just trying to call everything conspiracy to save themselves. I mean, they're doing whatever they can to save themselves because they want to survive, but they're uh, antiquated technology on its way out. Uh, what is like a newer technology is a more diversified one is, is the point that I'm telling you, but that's what the internet is like. That's your evidence for that is that the internet arose and just replaced everything because we're more interested in the free flow of information, right? We're more interested in the free flow of information. In fact, Free flow of information is like predominantly relevant in society and you can look to the fact that everybody has an iPhone for evidence for that. Like it is entirely relevant to have an iPhone. You can't even go without one. That is the everybody believes in the function of the iPhone in this given period of time. They believe in the they believe in like the supremacy of the internet basically is the reason everybody gets an iPhone because they need that function because that function is totally relevant to this time period and our belief in it is its relevancy is the reason why we need to use that that function to uh, continue on in our life. We believe that our life cannot go on without the iPhone is why everybody has a smartphone or an iPhone uh, because we believe in the we believe in f endless information through the internet to be like a something that we can't a necessity you know and uh, and that just goes to show that free flow endless information is more valuable to us than like uh, than mainstream media or messages like the internet replaced the library the same way that conspiracy will replace uh, the mainstream media because the library what you had with the library or the way that things used to be done you had a certain set of you had places that you had to go to to get information you had to go to universities or libraries to get information before now you don't need to go to those places you can find it all on the internet there aren't barriers to entry for your information and information is not controlled by an elite where an elite in that sense is the set of libraries, but like the set of libraries and universities is a, is a finite number 
and uh, is more restrictive of its information. You could go to a library looking for the information you want and not even find it. You might have to go to another library. It's just that there's a finite number of libraries and universities that you can go to for information. Information exists like finitely in that sense. Like it's just more difficult to get to, but the internet comes along and makes it so that you can find all information everywhere. Uh, just right from your home, there aren't barriers to entry to it um, anymore. And you don't have to go to like academic officials or librarians or like people who implement a library that that put out a library like or university officials or professors or whatever that have the information on the stuff that you need like you don't have to go to an elite group of people for that information anymore that information has been distributed to everybody but we have done that with information we have not done that with narration at this point where narration is a different value a different value that relates to uh your story like and because it's a different value it carries on in a, in a different medium but uh interestingly enough in we would call it the media or the news where media is just a plural for mediums but uh so it's a it must be like maybe it's a higher value just than information is your narration because your narration relates to your story it's just that we as a country haven't fully recognized yet that narration is up to individual people and that's the re and that's the reason that we haven't undone the mainstream media because we still want to depend on the mainstream media somewhat for our opinions we want to give them the responsibility of deciding for us we don't want to stand up for ourselves and decide our own messages we have the media mainstream media in place to take the hit for us or take the responsibility for our messages we still want to rely on that system that's been in place for us and it's been in place for us as we develop and mature as a society uh, so that we can uh, get our feet underneath ourselves and make our way on our own. We needed the mainstream media to help us do that for a number of years because they were, uh, they're just a giant label that you can put over the narration that's just uh, uniform over everybody that takes the responsibility of our narration. But at this point, we've arrived at like a level of maturity i would say that would allow us to understand narration to exist within ourselves we can make our way on our own we can be more independent as individuals and decide our own narrations uh we're starting to realize that we just haven't fully realized that and the point that we fully realize that what you'll have is uh podcasting or uh just individual narration will replace mainstream group narration is what i'm saying with conspiracy replacing the mainstream media it's not that you would have to call all of it conspiracy it's just that that's kind of the term that it seems that seems to be given to it like conspiracy is a conspiracy going mainstream as it is in this as it is in 2020 is just kind of uh an idea to express that individual narration is slowly replacing um, solely replacing group narration and it will do that because it's that's a higher technology and we do advance to get more technologically developed you know and uh, so conspiracy is like an idea for individual narration and it, it's a it's a good term for that because individual narration is somewhat conspiratorial but all media is conspiratorial but as long as all media is conspiratorial, you'd rather have an individual's you'd rather have an individual's narration of events, um, because you're interested in that opinion. Like, even to the point that all the motifs of like Pepe the Frog or aliens and like 4chan and all of that, like that's just kind of the originator of new media of a new age of media. Is like all those all those conspiracy motifs like uh, you would probably do well going forward just to strongly associate yourself with 4chan because 4chan is like a truth that's higher in value than mainstream media and is not going to go away it will have longer it'll last longer like stuff like 4chan but uh, because conspiracy isn't going to go away because you can always uh, you can always propose, suggest what's going to happen in the universe. It's just that we're going to be more interested in people proposing visions of things that aren't necessarily true is your value in conspiracy is because you can make up things and there's and you're already making up things on the left, seeing as that 
with the mainstream media, you are making up what stories we're supposed to find eventful, and you are making up what fears are we're supposed to have. You are making up what identity groups we're supposed to be afraid of and stigmatize. If you're the mainstream media, you're already conspiracy theorists. If you're the mainstream media, you already deal in conspiracy. Everybody does, so you might as well uh, trust your conspiracy. You might as well listen to individual people who can only have so much of an agenda because they're not a they're not a corporation trying to make money like an individual would be doing it just because they are speaking or like they would have a more uncompromised message but they can have a more uncompromised message because they're not trying to make it uh consistent across their entire corporation they don't have to save face with everyone in their corporation to uh, try to get money and try to appeal to an audience, you know, if you're an individual. But that's what conspiracy, that's kind of a word that, or an idea that conspiracy is describing is just individual narration or the rise of individual narration because individual narration can propose like, oh, we're going to go to outer space or we're about to go to Mars or it can just say like science exists this way and like this is this is the way I see the relationship between time and space even though it's not like scientifically sound. Like it's just a... Like, individual narration allows for anything. Like, it's totally, there's no limit to it. The same, but the mainstream media has limits everywhere. It can only do one message. It can only present the same message about how the right wing sucks and how Trump sucks. And, and it's the same message across all outlets. They're entirely limited in your message. What you'll find is that the world will evolve towards messages that are less limited because that's what we aim to do. That's what is reflected in our technology is that we create more and more more, more limitless technologies we're going to create more limitless narrations which is you'd have to go to conspiracy for that uh because conspiracy is limitless you can be like oh aliens are about to come down or we or like you can just broadcast from your podcast that you think aliens from sector 13.9 planet radon 4 uh came down crash landed here and uh like that their spaceships are better than another alien set of spaceships or whatever. You can make up whatever about anything, or you can just present visions of, you can make predictions. You can be like in a hundred years, we will have made it to this galaxy or anything. That's why I'm saying the motifs of spaceships and 4chan and stuff like that. That's just shit. That's uh, stereotypical of conspiracy you might as well just associate yourself with that now because just for entertainment purposes because you can uh because it is that ambiguous what our actual narration is for our country it is that silly it is that like oh whatever it's just up to my interpretation it is that alex jones about things things are getting more and more alex jones as we speak like every day that passes, we're heading more and more for an Alex Jones-inspired narration of things across our country because there is no narration that we can find to be true, so you might as well just be an entertainer and be a conspiracy theorist. Like, I am a conspiracy theorist. I aim to be that. I want to be that. Conspiracy all the way from my end. Seriously, like, I want to be conspiracy. That's what you should aim to be if you know what the future is about to be like. Uh, don't call me not a conspiracy theorist. This is all conspiracy. I don't have anything based in fact. You would like, it's better to not because we're more interested in that. We're more interested in a crazy person and lunacy is about to be on the table. We're heading towards Alex Jones type of narration. It's going to replace the mainstream media. People are afraid of that is the reason why we give the mainstream media the responsibility to give us one bland, uniform message all the time because we don't want to rely on ourselves, but we're about to the same way that we rely on ourselves to acquire all the information through the internet like we're just going to adapt ourselves with limitless technologies and limitless narrations like the way that we already are doing so it's like QAnon is a conspiracy and you can believe it or or not like some parts of it might be true some parts of it might not be true but that's not even that's not even the heart of the problem or like the reason why the QAnon movement is big it's not like uh the heart of it is what if we what if it all gets proven true and then uh and then conspiracy reigns or something i'm not saying that QAnon will be entirely proven true it just point it's a bigger truth than what QAnon is saying the bigger truth is that conspiracy has arrived 
and um, conspiracy has arrived, but individual narration has arrived. And what you'll see going forward, I believe, is, or this is just a this is just a vision I present to you. Like this is what I'm interested in. Uh, as what I hope will happen, what I think will happen is that conspiracy. Conspiracy will, will replace the mainstream media and what you'll have is an entire different area of entertainment, but it'll just be uh, as individual narration replaces the mainstream media as it's going to do. Uh, you're going to have this whole other area of entertainment that exists as people's eyes being opened to the fact that media was just entertainment the entire time. And what you'll have is freedom of entertainment but a more accepting uh relationship of people to false narratives like fake news is about to be the name of the game um and you'll have this whole area of entertainment that is media and people will just compete in that entertainment wise like they will seek to make art and entertainment that is media related or news related and pretty much i'm saying that news is like uh it's kind of like a could be like a media medium that replaces film to some degree that replaces movies to some degree and and hollywood as a predominant form of entertainment and art for you like news is about to be art is kind of what I'm saying, but that is what something becomes when it is given over to all the individual people just expressing their own opinions as arguments comparable to other people's arguments. It becomes an artistic process because people will just look to commentators that they like for um, artistic value, but to hear artistic messages that, that are... Uh, that they like you know and it'll become more of a popularity game like news will and people will find artistic value with the commentators that are more popular and it'll be the aim of the commentators to produce popular content but that would be equivalent to producing conspiratorial content that would be equivalent to producing false narratives that really jive with people because we're going to recognize that the news is nothing but false narratives and has been because at least slightly false because they choose what narratives they want even if they're not individual people they choose the narratives they want they choose what things we're supposed to be afraid of and then guide us in that direction they've been guiding us in that direction as a country by telling us as a country what our fears are now you'll have a bunch of individuals telling you what your fears are but you don't have to listen to any one of them and uh, the ones that become the most popular are the ones that present an artistic message that jives with the most people and uh, is consistent, is relative to the fears of most people. That is what will make you popular as a news commentator, but it's just going to open the door for entertainment in the area of news. News is about to be just giant, giant entertainment medium and might even be the predominant entertainment of the next 10 years is just people's competing false ideas of how the world is going and like conspiracies about other people and you might think that the world isn't ready for that but they already have they already have been subject to it their entire life they've been subject to people the mainstream media presenting slightly false narratives or like they've been subject to other people telling them narrations about the country it's just at this point now we as individuals have the freedom to choose our narrations and which is the same thing as you having the freedom to choose what movies you go to or what shows you watch like so in that sense news is about to be entertainment where it wasn't entertainment before because it wasn't entertainment before because it was assumed that you were supposed to take it seriously as if as if it was an elitist medium that was that's deserving of some higher level of authority because because they are totally sound in their doctrine like we used to totally believe in the mainstream media because we believe in their unbiasedness as if they were uh as if they were worthy of their authority and there were times when they were they used to be worthy of the authority as long as we lived in a time where we weren't ready to develop our own narrations for things but at this point they are not a worthy authority anymore the only authority that you can recognize like the only 
authority that gets to speak on what is news, what people's fears should be, what you should be afraid of, what is the actual story of the country. Uh, the only authority you can look to for that at this point is an individual because because uh, because nobody gets to say because just because news is entertainment, nobody gets to say what your stories are. It's just that we've come to a point where we've recognized that. And so it's like maybe the next decade, we're just going to be all about the entertainment of conspiracy. And it's more so that I'm saying that conspiracy is a word for the idea of individual narration taking over group narration, which is what the left is afraid of and why they are conspiracy theorists pointing out conspiracy in the right because they're afraid of being dissolved by conspiracy like they're afraid of it and like they're afraid of being killed off they're afraid of who is conspiring against them that's why the left is entirely up given to conspiracy theories themselves but conspiracy i'm saying is a word for the idea that individual narrations taking over group narration um you wouldn't have to apply conspiracy to the news entirely like that that would that news would evolve into the word conspiracy which is a possibility i think we just maybe might call the news conspiracy at some point and it's no longer the news because the news is not a more accurate term for the narrations of it um or maybe you just call it like narration or something like i'm saying the word news could fall out of favor with the uh, changing of the guard of conspiracy taking over for the traditional forms of media that we recognize to be media today like conspiracy can take it over but that doesn't mean that all of the news in the entertainment in the uh, developing entertainment medium of news it's that doesn't mean that all that news can be under the heading conspiracy or it has to be i think there will be lots of different forms of news uh, lots of different forms of narration that aren't necessarily conspiracies that can arise in the face of a new world where we don't have to deal with the mainstream media there's lots of individual narrations that can arise not all of them will be conspiracy it's just that conspiracy will be a large genre of it or will be a term for a while that is given to individual narration because that's what we've started off calling it um but you'll probably have lots of different competing genres competing genres of news of conspiracy that the same way that music has genres you'll probably or like film has genres you'll probably have lots of genres of news as as it develops into a purely entertainment um medium you'll have lots of genres of news not all of them conspiracy but you'll just have uh an ever-growing list of different people you can listen to for your narration and you like people will be more uh connected with their own individual interpretations of the world their own individual narrations as they listen to other individuals that narrate in a way that they like you know because there will be so many different narrations people are just going to gravitate to towards ones that are already really near in nature to what narration already believe and so individual people will be uh more in tune with in their own uh their own silly or uh they're they'll be more in tune with their more crazy lunacy type conspiracies by listening to whoever they want to but it'll just it'll just get to the point that narration exists for the country and for the world eventually as just a collective of lots of different individual narrations it's kind of like a free market for narration this is, is about to arise for us and that's the point at which we don't have to rely on stories forced on us by an elite or stories forced on us by the people that we've given the authority to tell us stories you know which is what we what we do with the mainstream media we give them the authority to tell us what our story is that's what we do with hollywood we give them the authority to tell us what our story is through the movies that they say are our stories you know we'll just we're about to arise to a point where we don't 
deem those authority figures to have the authority to tell us what our story is. Our story is about to be distributed to everybody. People are going to take individual responsibility for their authorities. It's like a developing intelligence the same way that democracy itself developed to allow for the vote of all individual people where democracy used to not exist and, and, uh, it used to be a more, um, uh, just a less democratic system, but democracy arose as giving the vote to all individual people and uh, is proven in a number of ways to be a better form of doing things. But it's just a more intelligent, more relevant system of voting that's central even to uh, today's situation. Like we still use the democracy, democratic voting today, vote given to everybody today, but like the arise uh, the enlightening of a society to embrace democracy or voting across everybody is similar to an enlightening that's taking place for everybody to embrace uh the ability to narrate their own lives rather than be subject to a super uh, narration that's been superimposed over all of them by the media Um, so long story short, like I cry conspiracy, I want conspiracy, do conspiracy, have conspiracy, I am conspiracy, I do not deny conspiracy, we do conspiracy theory, uh, conspiracy theory all the way. I think that conspiracy is about to replace media, uh, whether or not you end up calling what replaces group media conspiracy, you might not call it conspiracy, it's just that group media, like, the mainstream is going to go away. It's going to be dissolved because it doesn't, as a technology, it doesn't, I'm not going to be able to hold up. Um, and uh, we're finally going to be able to discard the construct of media in our life, the construct of the mainstream media as Americans, uh, as we replace group media with individual media and narration. Like, we're just going to take the responsibility for our own narrations. Um, possibly. And also, like, we might, we might develop, like, conservative liberal... Conservative liberal, maybe it just means also that conservative liberal is going to evolve into the dynamic conspiracy loyalty conspirators versus loyalists i think is what conservative liberal could evolve into but that's just a term you can use for free like uh uh it could very well evolve into that as time goes on we just will end up using the language conspiracy versus loyalty to describe conservatives and liberals because that's what it's gonna that's what it's about to be but that's a better way of describing the way it exists now especially in a pandemic scenario like a pandemic scenario really outlines uh, a specification of the conservative liberal dynamic i would say and it outlines it the specification as conspiracy versus uh, loyalty but uh so maybe it's like an answer to conspiracy that arises you'll have loyalists that are deniers of conspiracy but uh but they'll have to present some other kind of media message but maybe media itself will just all will just be entirely individualized uh so that loyalists in the future will have to also present their own individual narrations like uh i just don't see the mainstream media standing and uh, i hope it does get replaced by conspiracy like conspiracy is here to stay and that's a that's a good thing uh always conspiracy winners champion conspiracy i'm a champion for i champion conspiracy um and then uh just as i end a shout out to one of the greatest conspirators um of this year kevin warren the big ten commissioner who is a friend of academia and an advocate for bureaucracy first and foremost and that alone um, way more so than he would be able to call himself a big 10 commissioner kevin warren as a big 10 commissioner is uh if he's really standing by that job title or places any value of it he would understand that he's meant to represent the big 10 which means that it it's his job to defend the big 10 against bureaucratic agendas and he has failed in doing that and but his bigger failure is that he is his is his unwillingness to revisit his bad decision of canceling fall football in the big 10 
um, is Kevin Warren. His bigger failure is his unwillingness to revisit it, which would be like totally prideful. You could say like he's just really prideful and doesn't want to go back on his decision and look like a fool, even though everybody agrees that his decision was the wrong one and he's receiving lots of backlash and protests and everybody hates him and everybody's told him his decision was wrong and he's even admitted that he went about it wrong to to news outlets. He's admitted that he's gone about this incorrectly, and but he doesn't revisit the decision because he's given over to bureaucracy is really the reason. It's not a rookie mistake that he's trying to learn things. He's going to learn from it. Uh, you can learn from your rookie mistake, Kevin Warren, just by uh, deciding to play fall football again like as long as you've received all this feedback about how shitty your decision was you can learn from your mistake by using that feedback to change your decision if it was really a rookie mistake something that you were just a bad decision you're trying to learn from uh but it's not a rookie mistake is the whole point the whole point is that you are given over to the bureaucracy you're devoted to the bureaucracy more so than the big 10 you're interested in bureaucratic agendas who knows to what extent like just the fact that you're not willing to go against any of the presidents when you have all the athletic directors wanting to play football uh you can use all the athletic directors wanting to play football as your excuse to say that okay let's play fall football like that would be pretty easy to do i would imagine but since you're not willing to do that or consider the thoughts of any of the athletic directors who represent the universities you're not willing to consider the coaches or the players who all want to play uh since your decision had nothing to do with the safety of the players uh or the coaches it would it would point to that you're just interested in the bureaucratic elements of your position you're interested in giving power to the bureaucracy that is warring that is warring against the big 10 to take away the privileges of the Big Ten, because that's what—that's the only thing you could describe within the agendas of the of the bureaucracy—is that they're trying to take away privileges of the Big Ten if they're not interested in letting the Big Ten play football. Like that's a very damaging. It's a very damaging um, thing. That's a very damaging decision to make. It's damaging to the conference to not play football for a whole season, especially when other conferences are playing for, like it's damaging for recruiting this year and years into the future. Like people who are interested in going to the college or might be recruited over the course of the next year, they probably should keep in mind that at any point that they play in a Big Ten school, their season could be taken away from them. So who knows what that does to recruiting besides like what it might do to player transfers and really just a year without advertising or marketing for your conference where these other conferences get to advertise and market and accept recruits to their football games to watch their games you know they get to they get to have recruiting visits that mean something where they get where the recruits get to see football being played at these other universities and other conferences um it's uh, entirely detrimental to all the programs that are not playing football for a year like the whole SMU death penalty when they didn't play football for a year and how terrible their recovery process was, how difficult it was for them to recover from that is a story that's often brought to light even before this happened in the sports world. Like it's already understood the detriment of not playing football for a season for your university, the harmful consequences of that are already understood in the football world, would be understood by anybody who's football minded or uh, interested in the football endeavors of the teams in the Big Ten, you know, like uh, uh, anybody who is football minded would understand the detriment of not playing football for a year for any of your universities, let alone somebody who's the Big Ten commissioner whose job is to represent the Big Ten. Like, like I don't know how he got the position or why, but I think he, I think the presidents like him and uh, he likes the presidents and they're on the they're all on the same page in making this decision and it is a liberal decision that they made because it's no secret that it's no secret that this is a political issue the pandemic has become politicized and that the left wants to stay indoors and wants to be more afraid of covid and wants to deny anybody the right to go out and make decisions for themselves it's not a secret that the left is on the ad is on the side of don't go outside, be afraid of COVID. And uh, it's it's no secret that academic, like university presidents are more left-leaning or are probably gonna be more liberal. And that's the only thing that you can look to to try to understand why they're not playing football is because you had a bunch of university presidents that aren't football-minded, don't even watch any sports, probably don't even care about their football programs. 
that are in line with the commissioner who apparently is liberal enough to be part of their bureaucracy but that's like probably why he got the position anyway uh like because of the bureaucracy that's the only thing i can assume at this point that's the only reason for why they're not playing football is because the decision got into the hands of a bunch of bureaucrats that don't care about football is the only reason that's why everybody's upset about it is because all the people that care about the teams or care about the players playing are uh like the players or the parents of the players or the coaches or the athletic directors everybody who is at least slightly football minded understands that you should play football or like what the consequences of it are. But Kevin Warren isn't football minded at all. He's just a bureaucrat. That's the only thing that I could label him as possibly in order to understand the decision he made. And in order to understand that he doesn't care about revisiting the decision, it's because he doesn't give a shit about the football programs. He's not, uh, he's just not meant to represent the big 10. Unfortunately, the decision uh, was given over to him and his, his league of uh, academics, his league of bureaucratic chancellors and shit like that, because those chancellors, like, they don't give a fuck about football. They probably, as long, depending on how liberal they are, they probably want to live in a world where football doesn't even exist, honestly. Like, nobody's willing to go so far as to say that or to say, like, this is a liberal decision that's been made because nobody wants to politicize it. But, uh, yeah, it's like, a, it's liberal because the university presidents are all liberals. Like, Wisconsin's chancellor president who voted for it, Rebecca Blank, is very verifiably liberal she served under the obama administration like but uh, probably a lot of the university presidents have the same story for where their political views lie like they're probably generally all liberals that's the reason why they voted this out is because they're liberal they probably don't even like football like they probably want it, their universities to be about the university they probably want to live in a world where it's only about academics and they don't like the football program or like what it does it take away they don't like that the competition of it or the masculinity of it if they're liberals like that should be uh that's that's generally probably why the vote or whatever they decided that they didn't want to play football it's just a liberal versus republican thing and people don't want to bring it bring up that because they don't want to make it about politics they just want them to play football and bringing in politics into the picture might make it worse but uh whatever just oppose kevin warren because he does not represent the big 10 if he did he would understand what it does to your programs when you don't play football he's just a moron not football minded and didn't think through his decision at all if he thought through his decision at all like he came out with a public statement like his entire statement is about that this is done in the safety of the players but he's not considering the safety of the players at all when he advocates for a spring season in lieu of a fall season because if you cared about player safety or understood football at all understood the mentality of fans players and coaches at all you would know that public sentiment is that you have to protect the players from playing two seasons in a calendar year because you're trying to protect them from injuries it's not public sentiment that we're trying to protect them from covid but uh if you're going to do that and then protect them from covid in the name of player safety you're already contradicting yourself by advocating for a spring season but that you would advocate for a spring season just shows that you didn't think through the decision at all and don't understand what player safety actually it is or actually understand what the public sentiment is towards it that people don't want injuries for the players and that the players have are on track for football careers and want to be in the nfl like you don't you haven't thought through that at all it's because you don't deserve your position you don't represent the big 10 you don't represent people who play football and so you shouldn't get the responsibility to take that decision away from them to call these people not football players for a year whenever you want apparently just because you have the power to do so kevin warren like you just just because you have the authority to tell all these college football players that have been football players their entire life just because you have the authority to tell them that they're not football players anymore whenever you want doesn't mean that you get to do that just because you've been given the position but obviously you only care about the authority of it if you just care about using your position to advocate for a bureaucracy conspiracy all the way conspiracy forever oh conspiracy forever kevin warren's a bitch and get your t-shirts that don't exist at the t-shirt at the identity store thanks